guess first, just uh, welcome and tell us a little, your name and a little bit about yourself and where you're from. My name is Jaha Cummings. I'm, I'm on the city council, city of Punta Gorda, and I'm actually a fifth generation resident of Punta Gorda. Family is one of the first families to come to settle. One of my ancestors actually was head of the survey team that brought the railroad from Bartow. Cool. So our family's seen the changes, the growth and the changes of, of the community, and I'm just here to you know, pretty much serve our residents and also do my part to preserve it so that the city has another 140 years in the future. That's cool. That's cool. So before we, we've got the five questions, but before we get into that, what is something that, uh, it's, a, it's another one of the questions we, we ask when yes. we go in. Um, and so thinking about the next time I go over there and, and, and pull in and want to see something, where, where would be the best place in Punta Gorda for me to go to take a selfie for Instagram. Oh, interesting. <laughs> for a selfie, um, wow, that's that's interesting. On one hand, probably our sunset um, at Ponce Park. We have a western sunset. That would be a spectacular place. Um, another place, probably in front of the, the Wyvern Hotel, okay. um, because it, it has that Art Deco feeling, which kind of is an homage to our past in terms right. of that Gilded Age part. Also, I would say at the Blanchard House Museum. Okay. Um, that museum really embodies, um, it gives you a good picture of the beginning of Punta Gorda all the way to today, and the exhibits are, we have a permanent exhibit that talks about the history, but also we deal with just different topics. Right. Oh, that's cool. Cool. I was right this <laughs> So let's just just so we we don't keep you keep you here too long. In, in Punta Gorda, yes. just first question is is what are you know what are the most important things to preserve for economic growth for quality of life? And it can be something you've already done that's that's made a big impact, or something that 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 you think you know going forward is, is something that could be a priority. It would be to um, preserve the integrity of the historic district. Um, years ago, a lot of the historic homes were destroyed, and one, it's to preserve those we have now, but also to um, build back in a way that fits this architectural field to kind of keep that um, historical nature going. I'd say also, um, I'd say preserving to the future, actually um, revitalizing our downtown is, is very important. After Hurricane Charlie, um, we got insurance money, which brought a certain a certain degree of aesthetics up, but we didn't bring the business back. And for the city to to thrive, we have to bring the business back to our downtown. Uh, towards that again, it's it's both for economic growth for quality of life. Any major investment already done or, or coming up or something that, that you think is a sort of like a game changing investment? Well, a game changing investment would be right now we have. Um, our city marketplace property, which used to be where Publix and Acres were, um, that was destroyed Hurricane Charlie, and um, subsequent city councils m made rules such that on um, building heights and density, such that pretty much nothing could be built until this time. And now, kind of the consequences of not having built our, our downtown back have now come. And so, just it's absolutely important that we both bring the um, the residential component as well as the economic part. So. That's something interesting. Um, if that happens, we're back in the game as a city. Cool. And invest sometimes links to our next question, which is yes. enhancements. What I do sometimes when I, especially when we're doing public input, yes, is is I tell them I want to hear what you think is a game-changing enhancement, and I don't care how outrageous or audacious it is. 
or even unachievable because of what it does is it, it, it still gets us thinking about things that, that can be done and all things right. that might be. Um, you know, and, and we get all kinds of answers yes. answers on it, but but um, but again, maybe there may be an enhancement that's already been done that, that was that sort of game changer, or if there's one that, that you'd like to see. Well, I, I'd say a two parts, and actually what I'm speaking on today somewhat. Okay. Um, after, in the late 60s, the city participated in urban renewal and destroyed a good part of the vibrant business district. And a part of what we're doing now is actually bringing, um, moving an historic home back to next to the Metro Museum and using that to really restart the vibrancy, like actually putting in like a restaurant and, 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 and just really getting that started. And I'm saying this because across the river, um, we have the Sunseeker Resort, which is um, owned by Legion Airlines. This is in America, the first um, wholly owned like restaurant by an airline. And so their, their plan is to make this pretty much the nicest resort in the state of Florida. And so there's a lot of vibrancy happening across the river. So we have to match that to make sure that um, we're actually able to benefit from that growth. And so from that standpoint, it's really bringing back our downtown to match the vibrancy that's happening across the river. Okay, cool. And we're familiar, actually, uh, Jeff Burton, the president of the Florida Redevelopment Association, which we did a, a long one yesterday, but Jeff and I will ramble. Yes. And we were talking about that. We were talking about urban renewal and sort of the transition in Florida. And Miami Beach is, is kind of where it started because Miami Beach was slated for this big urban re renewal uh, just um, <laughs> nightmare, it really harmed us, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and and kind of coming out of that is what led to redevelopment in Florida as it is now through CRAs and with TIP. Really, and coming out of that is is the the Redevelopment Act passed in 1969 as sort of a new approach, um, hopefully. And then, and then by the late 70s, CRA started being. I formed. did hear something about that because there was a conference I spoke at, and they were mentioning about how. When the old Penn Station was destroyed as part of urban renewal, that pretty much was like, stop, stop, stop. We have, we have now lost our minds. And so we have to preserve these things which are good. And I think that's ultimately even what my role is, 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 is creating policies that preserve that which is good, that, that which will keep us going into the future. And that's what happened in Miami Beach. The whole South Point neighborhood, south of Fifth, which was the first CRA in the state, that was slated for urban renewal. There was a, build, a building permit moratorium put in place. You couldn't even pull a permit to repair. I mean, wow. they wanted it completely raised. And they came up with all these crazy plans. But in the meantime, north of that area, the private sector started seeing value in these buildings along Ocean Drive. And they came up with this brilliant plan. Someone told me that, asked me once, when I was early in economic development in Miami Beach, he said, do you know what our brilliant plan was to revitalize Ocean Drive? I said, what? He said, we took old hotels and we turned them back into hotels. The, but the private sector saw that value, so they started making that investment without... I mean, the city's focused over here. Yes. And once it started taking off, then the city kind of had to get with the program. And then, then you started seeing the shift there in, in different things. See, I, what I do, part of, I find my role is to look for best practices. So mm -hmm. I go to a lot of other historic cities that preserve that. So Savannah is one of my favorites. Where Savannah, I'd say over the last three or four years, actually, they've taken structures and repurposed them. Like they have like this one parking garage. It's now Perry Lane Hotel, which is like a okay. magnificent old hotel, but it's actually a new hotel. Right. But it plays to the old Savannah. Or you have um, The Gray, which is a, a restaurant, which was an old Greyhound station, which is now a James Beard rated restaurant. And so I see bringing this back. I think we have a lot of good bones. And I think that we really have to preserve. Pernico oh, is very special in that it's a combination of old Florida and Gulf Coast living. 
and, and then we're visited upon by seasonal residents. I think this balance between the three is a very interesting. So character. it, it kind of sounds like you almost answered. What do you have, what do you capitalize on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds like that. that yeah. That is. It's. I mean, really, as long as we keep to our old Florida roots, like, with our Gulf Coast paintings, we're, we're good. And because I think that's probably why I talk about even Arcadia and Bartow. But also talk about like Inglewood and Boca Grande. These, these, these are. If we keep these in the forefront of who we are, right. then I think that we will develop properly. As long as we don't forget who we actually are. Yeah, Arcadia is another one that's. Just, yes. It's. It's. Uh, and it reminds me a lot. I grew up in West Texas, so oh. when I go to Arcadia, it just it's 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 almost like I mean, there's literally a town ten miles from my mom that I could be standing in. I've actually been working with them where um, to work to change the view of the historic. Um, neighborhood so that it's valued again because certain certain people have been trying to make the prices low thinking pretty much raise it right. and built you know the lands more valuable like, no 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 these structures there's so few of them that with X amount of investment you now can turn this old house into a really pretty much a mansion and right. and so been working with residents of historic district there to kind of take some of the lessons we had in Punta Gorda and share them because I see this as like sister cities. Oh, I love that. That's, that's awesome. And Savannah, I'd love to see how Savannah has, has changed. I was stationed in Savannah. Wow. But I haven't like been there in 30, 30 years. <laughs> no, it's but, wonderful. Uh, cool. And then, and then the last one, yes. usually in our work when we're working with communities on revitalization, the last one is usually the most important one because yes. it, it's, 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 when we go back and look at if anything we did in our plan or in our work made the change, yes. it usually comes back to expose. And what I would, and this is, what do you have in your community that people don't know about? But if they didn't know about it, it'd be a game changer. It would be that Punta Gorda has a unique sociology, in that it is a town that, in the height of Jim Crow in the 1880s, was founded. African-American, European-American from the very beginning, and that we've had a culture of shared prosperity from the beginning. So I see us as a model for really how America actually should and can be. And so I find our history to be very unique that our residents have always had a collaborative sense of working together and have, have thrived greatly, like to the point where even during the Great Depression, we had a major shipyard, everyone was still employed. And so I, I just find that if we follow our Punta Gorda culture, it's a very, very unique and special culture. I, I love that one. I love the 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 lesson about and, and the example of people still being employed during the Great Depression. Yes. It's it's one of the it's it's one of the other ones that I talk about with Miami Beach is reminding people that the Art Deco district, those hotels were built during the Great Depression. Yeah. yeah. And and so things still happen. Yes. And and at the end of the day, to me, economic development is all about attitude and leadership. Yes. And and your community's either on an upward trend or a downward trend. And and you can you can have control over that. Yes. You know, there's obviously yes. things that will be out of your control, but but if you have the leadership and the will to, to do it, well, it's, it's like swimming. Just to stay still, you got a doggy paddle. Right. If you don't move, you're just taking where the current takes you. And so that's the thing is that if we want to preserve that, which is good, we have to actually take active action to do so. Like inaction does not equal preservation. Inaction just means death. That's right. And so, well, thank you for this. Um, we are at the Florida Main Street Conference. This is wonderful. In Deland, um, and you're about to go in and speak. So tell, yes. tell me a little bit about the session you're speaking on before. Well, I'm speaking on um, really highlighting underrepresented history um, in the preservation. And so I'm speaking about, in Punta Gorda, our historic district. We, during my term on council, we reunited we re United it and revitalizing it. And there's a project now, actually, which is being funded by the Department, Florida Department of State 
to actually um, expand our museum and really bring back this life which existed until the late 60s. And so we're, so in telling our story of Ponte Gorda, we're actually tangibly bringing life back into the downtown core. I'm very excited about awesome. that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. Thank you so much. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much. It's been beautiful.